let's hire the hottest, sluttiest babysitter we can find. Right, who shows up. I swear to God, I thought we were watching a different movie. I've seen porn like this, and I thought, okay, have we switched reels here? Good evening. Welcome to two maddening hours of horror and fright. Candy, the final girl. Jody says you're a bad babysitter. Yeah. Well, Jody's, what's the word? Dead. <laughs> and I'm Sean of the Dead. How did you get so fucking stupid? I had a nickel. Um, no. And this is the house that screams tonight. We are covering the 2005 remake of the Amityville Horror. We have Nico Nice. Sorry, guys. It's like one of the few times I don't have a quote from the movie. That's how little I've seen it. Sorry. <laughs> That's okay. Um, we have Erica Wright. Do I look nuts to you? <laughs> we have Crystal. I just wanted to see Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> we have Dave Gurman. I thought it was Meatloaf. <laughs> <laughs> And we have a special returning guest, Mika. Is this discipline or torture? I thought it was me. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and, and that's okay. <laughs> so I guess uh, Dave's going to start us off tonight with the conversation on this remake. Well, I just have a question. My question is, these kind of movies, the, the supernatural, like The Omen and The Exorcist, do you have to believe in this stuff like, if, if you believe in this stuff, does it increase your enjoyment of these films? If you don't believe in this stuff, does it decrease it? Like, you know what I'm saying? Do you have to believe in this stuff for you to enjoy these films? That's my question. Because I don't believe in any of this stuff. And I still enjoy, like, The Omen. This movie, not so much, as I guess we'll talk about. But, like, I, 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 discuss, please. Do you have to believe in this stuff to get full enjoyment out of this kind of movie? Okay, um... Erica first, then Mika. Okay, I was gonna say like, um, well, I, I did, yeah, you know, I did come from an upbringing that did believe in like literal demons and that kind of thing. So of course, movies like this would freak me out. But I talked to like atheist friends and friends who came from very different religious backgrounds that don't believe in a literal devil or demons, and at least if they've grown up in this culture, this stuff still freaks them out because it's like. I think it's like our part of our cultural currency. Uh, so they, they'll still get scared by demon possession stories, even though they don't believe in it. So that is all. <laughs> okay. Uh, Nico. So I guess to answer Dave's question, um, I, 
short answer is no. I mean, I, I guess I'm kind of an empath. Like, cause I have, I, I like, you know, read a room, I can feel things. I can kind of body language, things like that. Um, I also feel like I'm spiritually in tune cause like I'll feel the presence of something a lot of times. So, mm-hmm. um, but it doesn't add any, you know, sizzle to these steaks, if you want to call it that for me. I, I just, I just, um, I don't know. And this, this is such like probably a hot take and that, that's fine. I'm, I'm not a fan of these kind of movies at all. I guess, I guess more because I grew up on like the slasher movies and, you know, like the vampire and like, you know, monster, like werewolves and things like that. Um, I think that, um, I think the whole genre of like possession and, and ghost films got played really quickly. And, you know, if anything, we know horror comes in cycles. So, you know, like we talked about before, like the vampire craze was, was the big thing. And like the, you know, the later 2000s and then it became zombies because of the walking dead. And then found footage was, it was a thing. And then it was these ghost and possession movies. And then the remake craze, which this kind of fell into. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't, I, I think, I guess short answer, no, you don't need to really believe in it. I mean, I do believe in this, this, um, type of, these, these type of things. Um, it doesn't enhance or take away from the overall film. Like from, again, my, my hot take for this was, I, I would probably say like for me, and I know it's such a commercialized and I, th- that's fine. Um, but I think like the first two paranormal activities and especially the conjuring, the first one only, cause the other ones are garbage, but, um, <laughs> yeah. I, those the yeah. conjuring specifically too i feel like those three kind of nailed like the whole ghost possession you know angle a lot better than 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 this film did and, mm-hmm. and other films of its ilk i think but um no i don't i don't think you need to really believe in any of this kind of stuff to really you know get more out of it so okay um i think i'm next i'm just gonna be quick I also went to Catholic school for a while and I grew up Catholic. Oops. I'm sorry. Drop something. Um, But, and I, and I do believe in spirits, but I'm an atheist. So it's like, I only believe in spirits because I've seen this shit, but does that enhance my enjoyment in these kind of films? I don't know. I don't think so. Um, It's not my favorite genre. Um, I do enjoy them um when they're done well mm-hmm. but like i can't live on like a diet of these kind of movies you know spirit and and possession movies but like otherwise yeah i i believe in that shit you know just because of my experiences but yeah it's not necessary i don't think well you can ask candy like i'm the spectic of the family and uh i am not uh a big fan uh what candy did you say spectic skeptic did i say i'm a fucking idiot i'm septic i'm, I'm septic um no so but i am the skeptic of the family um and i i do enjoy a good uh paranormal film but it's like Candy said, it's got to be fucking good. It's got to mm-hmm. be done well. Um, I, I think of uh, The Haunting of Hill House um, was really well done. Um, whereas, you know, this film didn't quite um, do it for me. 
Um, so spoiler uh, for my review, but uh, <laughs> the uh, but like you know, like Nico said, like Candy said, like I am a fan of a of particular genres, and the paranormal is not really a genre um, that I'm into, but. There are a few exceptions, The Exorcist, The Omen, you know, some of the some of the good classic films. And and that's the thing, like when we did The Conjuring, that was one of the sticking points for me is like The Conjuring didn't do for me anything new that something like The Exorcist had already done. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like, like you didn't show me anything new. You're not showing me anything new. The exorcism of Emily Rose, like, yeah, it was okay, but the exorcist did it better, you know? And so it's like, you know, when I, when I watch these films, I find myself kind of judging them on their predecessors. Mm -hmm. And, and so I feel like, you know, yeah, I'm not much of a believer in, you know, spirits or uh, things like that, demons, but do I find them interesting? Yeah, I think it's interesting. I think, I think you can make a good story out of it. But it's got to be it's got to be done well. Okay. Anybody else want to weigh in on that? Or Crystal? I don't think you did, or did you? My turn. Are you a yes. spectic? Well, I mean, I was <laughs> great. Yeah, I hope my, not. I hope my, not. <laughs> my spectic. Do I need my spectacles? Um, I um, I was raised in a very strict Southern Baptist um household like um i'd get beat if you stared at the the bible the wrong way um and god forbid if the bible um moved from the shelf to the table or if it was on the floor um so you know growing up in a household uh demons and angels and uh possessions and those things were taught that those were real um, so this kind of thing, like in my childhood was presented that it, it could be real. Um, and like, you know, maybe if I would have seen this as a child, this probably would have scared the bejesus out of me. Um, but, you know, as an educated adult, not so much. Um, I am still one that has dreams and nightmares of things that happen that later on come true. Uh, for some reason, um, but uh, with this movie, for me, these type of things that have been documented throughout history, I don't see them like as a possession film. I see this more as a true crime that's been kind of skewed uh, or dr- uh, dramatized or dr- dramatized or however you want to pronounce it. Um, it it's just pandering to an audience uh, for me it, it, with this film um, and with, with films like this, you know, trying to get, uh, you know, a, gen- a new generation to the story. Um, <laughs> so, so things like this, I don't think you have to believe uh, to maybe find some entertainment in what's being presented to you, um, but not necessarily do you have to believe to to see, like, to believe maybe what's being shown to you and enjoy it. 
if you do enjoy it, it is Ryan Reynolds. But I can't help you out much past that. <laughs> Guys True. got abs for days. Yeah. Uh, I'm not normally into. Right. <laughs> wash a load of clothes on those fucking things. It looks like a 12 pack, and I'm just like, dude, put it away. <laughs> yeah, I'm so glad mine don't look like that. <laughs> He's got fucking. Dude, those are like fucking um, prison. He's got what? What'd you, what'd you say, Nico? Prison. <laughs> prison abs. They make him wash their fucking drawers on his stomach like that washboard ass. This is going to be a recurring it. theme somehow. I love it. Oh, God. Yes. It's literally one of the few things I remember about this movie is I get rattled shirtless with, with abs. Oh, right. man. I gotta, I, all I got to say is the scene with him and the fucking axe chopping wo- wood with yeah. the shirt off. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like, yeah, baby. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I got the vapors. He's like a little <laughs> the vapors. <laughs> I can spill a little secret though that if I wake up in the middle of the night and it's any time around 3 a.m. to 3.59 a.m., I don't care how full my bladder is, I will piss in the bed before I'm getting up. <laughs> Sorry, Dave. Is that what that was? Yeah, that's what that's been. I thought I was just really sweating. My ass, I don't care. I'm not. I'm not too superstitious. My ass is not getting up out of the bed. I'm just not. For the record, I, I actually like. I, I do believe in God, Jesus, the Holy Spirit. I, I am very. I don't want to. I'm not religious, but like I, I don't see to me like I. I don't want to put this like to me like religion is so man made and it's such a. I don't know. It's more of an institution than it is a belief. I feel like because Absolutely. I don't, I don't, yeah. I don't subscribe to the idea that I should go to church every Sunday to go to a quote unquote house of God. When if you like myself, I do believe in God and Jesus. Then that means that my house is a house of God off the rip. I don't have to go to a church and put money in a plate to some corrupt preacher. Mm-hmm. How the hell do I know he's right. not going to take that and go buy hookers and coke with it? For all I know. Please know for a fact that that's been the case. Yeah. But but, um, to kind of piggyback off what Crystal was saying, um, I the only time that ever happened to me was was when I saw The Conjuring. I could not get out of bed because that one scene when like that old dude was on top of the the wardrobe or the the closet, whatever, like that. Yeah, that's a good. That's Shiba. That's a good scare. That's a good. scared the shit, and it was such a such such a simplistic. But but for but for this. I also am mindful too, where the between three and three and four is technically the witching hour because mm-hmm. if we're three hours ahead here, that means it's actually midnight on the West Coast. So really, it is the witching hour at that time, and I I get like a little little shook when I gotta get up at like three well, or three thirty in the morning to go take a leak, and I know I'm like looking every day. To be on the well, side. I wake between hours of three and four every single night. It is technically if you believe in that, when the veil is the thinnest mm-hmm. um, on a regular day between um, the spirit world and the living. Right. Yeah. I and always I, wake up at, at three o'clock in the morning. And I grew, up, I grew up very you- close to Appalachia. And so there's, there's a lot of Appalachian folklore and a lot of stuff that you're just innately in tune with and, and innately you grow up with and stuff that you're taught growing up not to do at, uh, at certain times. 
but you're not taught why you shouldn't do it until you get older. And then it's like, oh, fuck. Um, so there are certain things I just don't do. Yeah. I'm glad because you mentioned that. Right. I'm glad you mentioned that, Crystal. I've got a I've got a book that I got, uh, Appalachian Magic. Oh, and nice. It's, and it's all about like uh, basically Bible witchcraft. Yeah, that, yeah. and then like it's really you know, you, there are certain things that I'll just tell you. You know, it's like not true, but like if you want to believe in skinwalkers, yeah, I'm not opening blinds and I'm not opening curtains at night. Like windows are closed and shit's closed. Uh, <laughs> And if I hear my name, I'm not fucking getting up. I'm not answering anything. And that's how I was raised. Like, I don't care what voice it is. It just ain't happening. Even yours, Dave. Even yours. It it can be Dave's. And if Dave is in the bed with me, I'm going to smack the shit out of him until he wakes up and actually calls my name and is like, bitch, please talk to me. Like, No. Dave's sleeping on the couch like, tonight. No, I have heard my name called by my mom and my mom has been staring at me like, did you hear that too? And yes, I did. And like, it happened we, to me we, during the day with my son while he was at school. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and, and I have heard some really awesome ghost stories from real people, from friends, from Well, relatives, my son's not a ghost. But I have never witnessed anything like that yeah that's what i was gonna say because like my haven't favorite, witnessed anything weird like my I mean, I've favorite horror some weird movie shit, but of, of all time is like the omen i love that movie beyond you know measure i don't believe in any of that stuff i've never had a supernatural experience i don't believe in the devil i don't believe in any of that stuff and yet i love that movie so much but i think like a movie like this the, the sort of household possession movie which are really in vogue right now with paranormal activity and the conjuring I don't believe in any of it. I, you know, I thought the Conjuring was pretty good. Well, but you know, when you when you read about these actual incidents, the the, the Lutz family um, <laughs> in this one, and then the um, the Warrens uh, from the Conjuring movies, oh, God, I mean, can we just admit Warren. that it's all that it's all horseshit? It's all yeah. horseshit. Well, bef- the Warrens I- were hucksters. The Lutzes were uh, uh, were Game were hucksters. Yeah, it's just it's, none of it's true. I mean, I'm not saying that none of it. I've never seen anything, but in these specific cases specifically uh, The Conjuring and uh, The Amityville Heart, it's all it's all been proven that it was all just horseshit. None of it's yeah. true. Yeah. And, and real quick before I, Mika's got her hand up, so, but real quick, that was my biggest thing with this film is that th- the whole story is bullshit, right? Yeah. And, and I think it's maybe because I know that, that watching this film and I'm kind of like, eh, I mean, A, they're not even following the story from the book. Right, exactly. Even even if even if the book was was real, even if all that shit really happened, they didn't follow that because George Lutz didn't try to kill his family. You know what I'm saying? But but all of that aside, like it's all complete fucking bullshit. No one that's lived in that house since the Lutzes moved out have ever experienced any kind of paranormal experience whatsoever right you know so so <clears throat> maybe maybe that's kind of skewed my view on this film is knowing that you know i'm watching this film and i'm like i know all of this is fucking bullshit mm-hmm. you know but then again i know freddy krueger's not real but i like it you know 
<clears throat> so that just be you know the speaks of the, like we do this for entertainment basically yeah is the general consensus but um i know mika had her hand up before you so we're gonna go to her first yeah oh there's just so much i want to say i should have had a pen pad so i can write everything down uh can you guys hear me better first of all yeah, yeah absolutely <laughs> awesome okay so yes Amityville was horseshit. I don't think they really knew that when the first one came out. You know, now, years later, we all know that movie was horseshit. So I think, was it the 70s the original came out? It was probably uh, scary. 1979. Well, the book. I remember reading the book and loving it. I loved the yeah, book. Yeah, I love the book. The book actually kind of creeped me out. Few yeah, books the book was great. Creeped me out. Um, True, but it was great. Yeah, but I... I think I just watch it, even though I know it's horse shit, I want to watch it because I enjoy horror movies. Not, not exactly because I believe that that actually happened, because I know it didn't. Um, even with The Conjuring, I love Conjuring 1. I love Conjuring <coughs> Oh, it's a good movie. The first one's great, yeah. Yeah, same. Jess was like, what the fuck is this? But 1 and 2, I actually really did love. Um, but... I lost my train of thought what I was going to say. Um, but we guys were talking about the witching hour and I've had, I've never seen anything, but I've definitely, I think we've, some of us usually have felt stuff or our presence isn't right or something's wrong. I have felt that I've been touched <laughs> before and that kind of freaked me out. Um, like the goosebumps literally on my arms just raised up. And then the, the lady looked right at me and she's like, little girl's right next to you. And that was when my hair got pulled out and I was touched and that freaked me the out so <laughs> i definitely believe um but we joke about like waking up between three and four but to me equally as scary knowing that you're asleep <laughs> in that hour and you don't know what the fuck is happening around you like to me that's just equally as scary like i don't know what happened between three and four a ghost probably pulled my hair kind of kissed me but <laughs> i unfortunately always know what happens between three and four no. But that's that I'll get into that later if anyone's interested. I first it. But um, like Crystal was saying, the skinwalkers and everything, I believe in all that shit. Like I believe it. Like we are idiots if we think we're the only ones here and that people can't or spirits can't come back and forth between the veil. So that's my personal thought on it. But the movie, while it was horse shit, I kind of or the story, I enjoyed it. And I think it's only because it's a horror movie. And what I did I think it was good. No, but there's a couple of scenes that I want to get into that I really like. Especially when Jody got the babysitter, that was my favorite scene. <laughs> I, you know what? I the finger in the bullet hole. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I did. I did enjoy that. I did enjoy yeah, that. It was good stuff. Yeah, it was good stuff. <laughs> and Ryan Reynolds abs. <laughs> and they're <laughs> everywhere in this movie. Jesus mm. Christ. <laughs> so Nico. Um, so yeah, I was gonna say because I, I I really only saw this the first time that it came out in theaters. I think um oh god, I was dating this this one girl and she was like, oh, do you want to go see this? And I'm like, eh, I guess. I mean, not my cup of tea, but like, fuck it, if you want to go see it, we'll go see it. And by the end of it, we were like, that's it. <laughs> like, what the fuck is this? Like, it was completely unmemorable. I mean, the only positive that I could say about the movie right now, um. At least it right. wasn't. Right. At least it wasn't Green Lantern. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. <laughs> what? Last night when we were watching it. I'm not getting into the whole superhero, you know, shit with this, but I mean, the I mean, dude, yeah, poor, poor but, Ryan Reynolds. Bad. Poor Ryan Reynolds. That every every bad movie of his is based off of Green Lantern. 
Yeah. Yeah. Look at all the good movies he's done. He's doing okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's, he's doing, doing okay. okay. Yeah, he had to pay his dues. Yeah, ho- hopefully he got a lot of together. Ryan Reynolds will, will become something later in life. But no, seriously. Yeah. Um, I mean, they even made like the like the, the joke in Deadpool too, right? When he shoots him in the head. <laughs> yeah. When he's reading the script for, for me. But yeah. be that as it may, I, I feel like with, with this, so like, again, I, I said earlier, this came out during like like the big remake craze, and that's when Michael Bay was pretty much hands-on with Platinum Dunes, because it was a Platinum Dunes film. Um, This this was one of the rare missteps that, that they did with Platinum Dunes. And the, the fact that I've actually seen the other remake that they did, which was actually 10 times worse than this one, which was Nightmare on Elm Street. I can remember that mm-hmm. one more than this one. That that should say it all right there. I mean, I even forgot. I looked up the, the cast. I forgot that Chloe, Chloe Grace Moretz was even in this shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah this was her I first. I forgot about that. <coughs> Dude, that's, she was right. the best part of this. She movie. Did this is how long it's been since yeah. I've seen the movie, since it first came out. I mean, I do remember one, like, being in a packed theater with, like, a bunch of idiot teenagers that snuck in to go see it because, you know... It was like the cool thing, but I mean, it, it's definitely, um, I'm mean, not remember correctly about the film, and I'm sure you guys are correct if I'm wrong. I feel like it's very much a product of its time where it was nothing but jump scares, and that was it. Yeah. Like, like to the point where, like, I feel like Ryan Reynolds probably went and got, like, you know, a tube of, of, of a toothpaste to go brush his teeth, and when he opened up the tube, like a cat jumped out to get a jump scare out of the audience or something <laughs> like well, I mean, this was this was the era of remakes, you know. I mean, you had this was right. the same year that they remade The Fog. Uh, they, uh, yeah, they uh, remade they remade House of Wax. Oh uh, no! You know, but you also had films like The Descent, which, in my opinion, is a, a fucking great film. Absolutely yeah, classic. That's right. a great film. I you even know, think uh, what Dog Soldiers was around this time too, right? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. That's a yeah. Cost, Right, but see, that was the problem with this was at the time is like because there was so much that that the originals that came out at that you know around those times like like the descent like you said like dog soldiers even hostile to its whatever they're getting the love now that they should have been getting then but because this was already an established you know franchise somehow. I mean, isn't isn't there even like the the, the sequel to this that's been coming There's out like for like nineteen movies in this franchise? <laughs> yeah, I'm not twenty one. I think twenty one. I, I yeah, was even that, wrong with nineteen. Okay, yeah, so there's twenty one there fucking in, movies in this franchise. Like, oh my god, stop! Isn't there one in space? Like Amity yeah. in space? Yeah. <laughs> They're either making I'll it or it's already out. I I'd never bothered to check. Like Amityville <laughs> Toy Box or some shit. Yeah, yeah. There <laughs> is the Amityville Dollhouse. Yeah. No. They yeah. actually have a sequel with um, what's that internet girl's name? Oh, that's an, uh, Bella Bella Thorne. Is that her name? Yeah, yeah, yeah she was in yeah. one of them. Yeah, they, and it still hasn't come out yet. They have they have a movie filmed, and they they can't they can't find a way to distribute the movie at this point. That's a good thing. <laughs> I want it's fucking horrible. You know, like, what, don't... What, what boggles my mind, and I'm not even trying to make it about me, but like I, you know, you guys have known, like I have I have a, a whole thing written. Why why is it harder for me to try to get it? A film made, and then they're like, "Oh, let's just redo Amityville in space with Jaws and you know, <laughs> with, with a girl from fucking YouTube, Dark- and we'll just throw gobs of money at it." <laughs> oh this God, is, this industry yep. is fucked. It yep. is. It's, it's because it's an established franchise. I mean, I was having this conversation. I think Candy, you and I have even had this conversation. I think, and Sean and I have had this conversation too. 
where it's it's no big mystery that you know if you look at what like the the top grossing films are even even during the pandemic it was if it's not marvel if it wasn't star wars if it wasn't disney or an established franchise like a jurassic park or a fast and furious and even to a degree halloween because that makes a lot of money you're not going to get people to come see your movie unless it's on streaming Hmm. you know Hmm. i mean i i feel like if this would have came out now i don't even think it would have even it wouldn't have even been a blip on the it would have been in and out of theaters if it had the same cast i think people would pay attention because ryan reynolds is in it Mm -hmm. okay yes yes maybe but but i but i feel like it it would have been a blip it would have been like a quick like in and out it would have been on peacock or amazon prime or whatever within like three weeks like the window would have actually been shorter for this than what it is now because now it's 45 days because like dr strange is already coming on disney plus on the 22nd so yeah so this also this also doesn't even you know i'm just kind of saying like i I don't think ryan reynolds could have even brought people out to the theater to go see this movie now if it would have came on now Mm -hmm. i mean it exists and people still haven't seen this movie. They'd rather watch Free Guy with them or or Deadpool or the movie with The Rock that he did or literally anything else but this. I don't know that Ryan Reynolds would have taken this now. Oh no, he would no, and this actually soured <laughs> him. Not. This actually this actually soured him on doing horror movies too, but he won't he won't do them after this. Right. I mean he's also smart too because he knows where his bread and butter is. He knows he's he's a good looking guy. He knows he's Kind of like like that that douchey dude role, but it works for him. Well, he's and he's <laughs> and he's working on Deadpool three right now. So mm-hmm. I mean, you know, you know what? Too, I mean, if if you even want to stay with Ryan Reynolds in the horror room, but like I actually and I and I feel like I feel like such the minority with this. I actually love uh, Blade Trinity, and mm. I thought I love I Blade thought, Trinity. Are you yeah. kidding me? No, but a lot of people like, love that a movie. lot of like people that love Blade movies are like the Blade fans love the second one the most. They do, they, and I love Blade Trinity, and I get shit on for it, and I don't really. No. I like all three of them. Jessica Biel, you've got Ryan Reynolds, it's got fucking Wesley Snipes. Like, what else do you need? Second <laughs> one is great, but the third one, Ryan Reynolds, Jessica Biel, dude, and fucking Triple H. <laughs> Oh yeah, I forgot he was fucking in it. Yeah, well, we watched it. That's I guess, right. Like, I guess it's been a couple of years now. But isn't whatever. that the um, Isn't that the one where she she breaks his fangs? Yeah, that's the yeah. one with the, oh, the, oh, the big eyes. That's right. That that kind of environment, I think that works better for environmentalists. Like that, like it, it kind of like it was almost the precursor to like Deadpool for him, and kind of the trajectory that his career was going to go into. You know, now that it's at where he's he's more known for being like you know like like the the comic relief in an action comedy, even though Blade is technically horror, it's it's not. It's not. It, it is, but it isn't. It's one of those like, yeah, you could kind of categorize it as a horror film, but because of the vampires, but and it was like the darker side of Marvel, but really, it's a fucking action movie. I mean, you know, that's that's really what it is. It's an action movie. Um, but no, I'm sorry. I on a, but, but I mean, you know, good for Ryan Reynolds though that he was able to kind of break away from, you know, not not let this be the thing to like, you know, fuck up his career for later on. So some people can suffer a few missteps. Uh, who was next? Uh, David Crystal mm-hmm. or Erica? I don't even remember. Erica, please. Yeah, yeah. So um, I wasn't even really aware of this movie until I saw it on the schedule. And it's like. 
oh shit, that's what we have to talk about this week. So I, I watched it last <laughs> night for the first time. Um, I had seen the original a long time ago. I revisited the original after seeing the remake just to compare the two. Other than that, I I had seen, unfortunately, had seen a few of the Amityville sequels back in the day because like in the late 90s, early 2000s, the only friend I had who liked to watch horror films only liked really dumb, um, campy direct-to-video movies. So I sat through just a bunch of shit with my friend um, because that's, <laughs> he wouldn't watch serious horror movies or anything that was really scary or gory. It had to be like dumb shit. Um, but I kind of have to compare this franchise to uh, like Children of the Corn franchise. Like, uh, like you know, like the first one, it, it's not a masterpiece, but it's okay. You know, like there are cre- genuinely creepy moments to it. And then, like, right after the first film, which was passable, I feel like both franchises just shit their pants immediately. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, Aren't there so, many? Yeah, I, I ended up just avoiding, like, uh, other than what my friend kind of forced me to watch because of his very limited taste in horror. Um, I, I really avoided the other Amityville films. So when this remake came out, it wasn't even on my radar, honestly. And uh, either that or I heard about it and thought, eh, I'm not going to see that. And then just forgot that it existed. So, yeah, I, I did. This was my first time watching it last night. And um, should I just say my general feelings about I mean, this we, right we now? We might as well at this point. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> I, was, I, I like Brian Reynolds, but nonetheless, I was very underwhelmed. Um, like this remake definitely had better production values, definitely had more of like an effects budget, looked very polished. I didn't think the acting was terrible. It's one of those things where you look at the components and it's like, well, none of this is terrible. Like some of it, you know, it, in isolation is good, but the total film I thought was really uh, lacking. You know, like the, the sum of its parts was like just not there really. And then I revisited the original film and while it's definitely... <clears throat> you know, like uh, definitely like has a more of a low budget feel, but it, it had like that you know, things that went well for late seventies horror movies. Like it actually had really creepy moments in it at times. And like the scene with the flies, um, for instance, in the original film, they cover that priest with real flies. They're crawling on him. That was creepy as fuck. Um, and then you get the remake where it's just a bunch of CGI flies just pouring at the guy's face. Uh, it's one thing where, you know, quote unquote, better special effects actually are maybe not as effective as just the uh, low budget version of the original. So that was kind of my complaint. It's like, yeah, they they pretty much retold the same story and they, you know, had it was a very slick looking production, but I just don't think it was as effective, honestly. I mean, that's fair. Um, <laughs> Crystal and Dave? Well, I, I, I remember reading the book when it first came out. Like I said before, I really remember enjoying the book, although I don't know that I believed it was true. And then the original movie uh, at least tried to stick to the book. This movie, just like, it's Amityville Horror in name only. They're just mm. Everything that happens in this movie, none of that is from uh, the original story, the original book uh, at all. Uh, and even though I know that it's all bullshit to begin with, at least I was expecting them to at least try to retell the story that we know. It's just, it's just, it's just nonsense. It's, 
I well, mean, I mean, even George Lutz before he died said this movie was just. I think he said it was drivel, which is a great <laughs> word, by the way. I love yes. that word. Yes. Well, well, and this is from the guy who you know one of the biggest bullshitters of all time to begin. Well, what had happened was the studio was trying to say there was more evidence that had come out. Right. They and they were bringing it to light. And that's what caused this remake right. to be made. And, and, none of that. and none of it was true. And so George Lux was trying to fight it because they were breaking his contract with the original movie or whatever. Mm. Um, but um, for me, I, I thought that, you know, they needed to have like taken like a rope and stuck it around Chelsea's um waste at some point because how many times are you gonna let Chloe Grace Moretz's character climb up on the fucking roof? Um, <laughs> and so like you know you have the 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 scene, the climax scene where she's up on the roof and they're like scrambling to try to get to her. And then later on towards the end of the movie, there's a fucking ladder that just appears that's like on the side of the chimney that you guys can just climb up and down. Um, where did that come from? Uh, there's a lot of inconsistencies here. And then why why do y'all just let this child just go around by herself? Uh, you know, she's talking to some uh, ghost imaginary friend that's got her doing wild wacky shit. Um, this child is uh, deranged. Um, but e- anyway, did anybody else feel that this was pink eye conjunctivitis, the movie? Yes. Uh, I was talking to Dave about this and I was like, honey, I think I would notice and I hope that you would notice that if we were in a situation where we were in a home or in a house or in some kind of dwelling and each time that you were in it, I noticed that your eyes became really pink and you started talking like off the wall and wacky and trying to kill me. Um, and then when we got out on town and we went to a shitty Italian restaurant with shitty Italian wine, um, <laughs> your eyes cleared up and you started talking right. And we went back to the house and you got pink eye again. I would think that I would notice or if the same in reverse happened to me, you would notice and we would go, hey, we're not those white folks. We would move into a haunted house. Um, <laughs> I, I would think Pink Eye can come to body this movie would not happen to us. Why did these people not realize Ryan Reynolds? I mean, I, I wouldn't think that 12-pack ab would, you know, cause someone to not realize, hey, dude, you got pink eye. Um, because who's looking at his eyes, right? It's like, damn, he's got his shirt off. You know, maybe <laughs> maybe maybe he put two in the stink one too many times. His uh, eyes oh, is a little oh. wrong. His mm-hmm. eyes is wrong, y'all. I, I would think I would notice that. Uh yeah. just did no one else notice. Oh, I, I noticed like his his fucked up eyes were very obvious. <laughs> His sclera was tanked. Mm. Aerosmith wrote a song about that. That couldn't have been comfortable. No. No. His wife. She'd be like, George, what's wrong? Like, what do you mean what's wrong? Look at his eyes. Dude's got eyes. Look at the mirror, asshole. (laughs) (laughs) Don't stare. Don't look in the mirror. That's right. Go to the shitty Italian restaurant and look in the mirror so there's no jump scare. 
Yeah, I like that they their big their big date night out. They go to some fucking like pizza joint down the road. Yeah, I was like, right. oh god, that place looks like shit. I'd be a yeah. little pissed. It was it's like romantic. one circle of Chuck E. Cheese. I expect to feel like the <laughs> of house. Come but out. it does sort of play into the whole we put all of our money into this house. So, honey, this is your night out. <laughs> Right, right. I got it. It was quirky for them. You got anything off the kids' menu? Yeah, they were trying to do the best for them. They got some wine, but yeah, his eyes clear up. Like, dude, you didn't notice your husband's looking a little wonky. Let's hire the hottest, sluttiest babysitter we can find. Right? Who shows up? I swear to God, I thought we were watching a different movie. I've seen porn like this. Yeah. In a deleted scene, they're pulling up to the house, and the lights are flashing in the house. And, uh, you know, Ryan Reynolds' character is like, oh, they're just messing with the babysitter. I was like the king of doing that when I was a kid. And um, he's like, but they sure didn't build babysitters like that when I was a kid. And she gets all, you know, she gets all (laughs) fucking pissed at him. And he was like, I mean, they shouldn't ever build babysitters. You know, in that (laughs) Ryan Reynolds way, they shouldn't build babysitters like that. Well, I mean, I, the fucking scene where the babysitter's like, do you French? Like, dude, yeah. he's fucking 12. Are you fucking yeah. kidding me? Right. He's kid the most confusing boner of his life. She's <laughs> <laughs> like, cover your ears. And she's talking about bang, know, bang, like, bang, bang, bang. You know, like. And yes. who felt sorry for? Not me. Not me. Right. Yeah. The voice of Rue still heard you while his ears were covered. Yeah. Yeah. Like I recognize this child's voice. I had those VHSs. That's Winnie the Pooh. That's the voice of Rue. I had those VHSs. But yes, yes, that child heard you through his closed ears that yeah. weren't really closed. And I, and I, and I gotta say, my biggest issue with this film is that child who we see it. Three in the morning, gets up and goes to pee. Yeah. And we have to watch him like jiggle his wiener to get that 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 last drop out. And I'm like, did we need that? Did we really? You you could have inferred that that was happening. Right. Yeah. My proudest moment for that child was he still went to wash his hands. I was proud. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. I was like, yes, you go. As scared as as, as scared as I would be, I probably wouldn't wash my hands. So I Yeah, I know. Most him, kids would have just ran. I don't think you wash your hands tail. anyway, probably. You're like you a stop He washed his hands. He was polite. I wash my hands before I take a leak. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Um the bacteria yeah. just ran wild. <laughs> Um, say that Ray said the exact same thing we watched it today. Ray was like, um, he's fucking 12. <laughs> but that scene was like my favorite scene, probably out of the entire movie. The rest of it, I was just like, whatever. But Jody got her freaking revenge on that babysitter. <laughs> like that, she got everything she deserved. Like, I was like, that's what you get. And like you said, the finger in the bullet hole. And I, I just I I like Jody, like how she would just pop up in some places. I didn't know I didn't jump. Like we've been talking about jump scares, but I just I didn't jump. Who jumped at this movie? It wasn't scary. I just felt like there was entertainment, entertaining parts, but I really did love that scene. Um, but there was parts I agree with Ryan Reynolds. Let's be honest, some of those kids were bad. That 12 year old was an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Whole kids out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah for real. 
times, honestly. Like, and Ryan made him carry wood. I'm like, no, kid, I'm gonna beat your butt. But <laughs> no, no, no. The scene, the scene where Ryan made him hold the wood while yeah. he was chopping it. Hold yeah. it. That makes me sweat a little bit. I'm yeah. sorry, but it I, does. I will say that was probably the most nervous I got. It was very tense. But um, yeah, it's but even like when Chelsea, that was Chloe Moretz's character, when she was on the right. roof and he walks around the corner, he's like, What is wrong with you people? <laughs> I was just like, <laughs> calm down. <laughs> just, what is wrong with you? Right. People? What is wrong with you people? I was like, Yep, you got it. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm a, I'm with you. Just leave. That's just drive home. Yes. Yeah. So um there's some entertaining parts in the movie, but the movie as a whole, I actually kind of enjoy the original better. I like it. I don't know why, but I kind of like the original better than I do. Candy, stop. <laughs> I'm trying not to laugh on camera. <laughs> I do. I mean, I'm not saying the original is like great, but I do enjoy it slightly more than the, re- than the remake, obviously, because I feel like the original was closer to the book, even though I don't remember seeing a pig face anywhere <laughs> was in the book, but I did enjoy the original. And I think it's just, you know, it was seventies. Like I don't, I like watching older movies for, you know, mm-hmm. too. I, uh, I think that's why I enjoyed it, but as a whole, like, yeah, it's bullshit, but I did, I did it's entertaining. There's entertaining sections that made me like, okay, th- I'll watch it. Okay, I'll I'll sign up for this podcast and I'll rewatch it. <laughs> like, <it's> just... <laughs> so yeah, that's it. No, is it my turn? It is your turn, Candy. Because <laughs> uh, nobody's gonna like this. Oh no! <laughs> I'm gonna start off with the story. Oh no! Here we go. You know the story, doofus. <laughs> <laughs> Don't even act like you don't know the story. I told it to you like yesterday, but you already <laughs> knew it. So my mom, as we all know, is the one that got me into horror. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so she was introducing me to like Romero and, and, and just, you know, all the things that we know that I got started on until I started discovering things for myself. And then I was showing her shit. But part of my education was to watch. No, keep in mind, I was born in 1979. <laughs> And this is one of the biggest horror films of 1979. You're so fucking old. Go fuck yourself. You're like (laughs) six months younger than me. All right. Fuck off. (laughs) So the thing is, is like, you know, a lot of times, you know, because I have to fuck around on Twitter a lot for the show. And um, and I I don't mean that in a mean way, because I like, you know, interacting with people on Twitter. But, you know, people post, you know put up uh, your favorite scary movie from the year you were born. And I put Dawn of the Dead, which came out in 79. But people want to argue with me that it was 1978. I'm like the Argento cut as per their deal came out. And we know the Argento cut is the inferior cut um, came out in 78, but it wasn't actually released as we know it until 1979. And so I have to like settle, you know, be like, then I, I guess the Amityville horror, we don't have a lot to choose from here in 1979, but it's Dawn of the Dead. All right. Not Amityville Horror. So my mom thought it was essential that I view the Amityville Horror as part of my education in horror. And I was like, this is the most boring fucking movie I have ever seen. <laughs> my son, <laughs> we, we talked about, we, we showed Ash, uh, what was it, last year, year before, we showed him The Exorcist. And after it was over, he looked at us and he goes, that's it? And yeah. we were like, what? What? <laughs> what? How could you say that's it over the Isn't fucking that? Exorcist? This is why I love Ash, by the way. Yeah. 
because I hate that movie too. Oh my God, Nico. I said what I said. Wow. So basically, that was sort of my payback for my mom showing me the original Amityville Horror and me going, that's it? (laughs) I was kind of like, what? No, this movie isn't even scary. And and it's like so much overacting, such a product of like the bad part of the 70s. I mostly like the 70s. 70s is a great time in horror, but this movie (laughs) bored the tits off me. And then um, my mom's like, we'll try reading the book. I enjoyed the book much better. Um, but it just, it was just overly done. It was not scary. And, and, you know, like as far as like the acting, the acting was just over the fucking top. Like it's to the point where ad nauseum. So I never really was a fan of the original. This was now the remake, um, is not a masterpiece. I, I wouldn't say I'm its biggest fan or anything like that, but, um, it was a fun theater movie when it came out, you know, not any, like, just like I would say, Paranoctivity was a fun theater movie. After that, it wasn't really super fun. Um, but so in, in that vein, it was fun. Um, but it, it, like I said, a masterpiece, it's not. Um, I, I just think that I, if you put in front of me, like, okay, you have to watch the Amityville Horror. Do you want to watch the 1979 one? Or do you want to watch the 2005 one? I'm like, at least the 2005 one isn't fucking as boring. It has um, abs. And Ryan Reynolds acts. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm not like all about abs on a guy, but I'm not going to complain because, I mean, he he, they're nice, I guess. You know, they're 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 nice. Yeah, they're nice. If if you're going to talk about some abs, those are some pretty nice abs. But those are some um, nice so, abs. So that was my hot take: is I don't like the original Amityville Horror, and I like haunted house movies overall for the most part. Um, I like you know. Uh, possession movies kind of uh depends on the movie but you know like it's it just it, it's just uh, a little bit more entertaining um now i was kind of like expecting because we had some really great remakes for a hot second not talking about the j-horror remakes which the american ones all suck or you know some of the later remakes but i i really enjoyed the remake of texas chainsaw massacre we know that that was 2003 um Yes. Yeah, that was some great shit right there. And then um, I actually like the Hills Have Eyes remake much better than the original because yes. we Agreed. famously shit all over the original when we did it on this show uh, like a season <laughs> or two ago. But yeah, so like I think this movie is just it's 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 entertaining, but it's it's not it's not a masterpiece. I wouldn't I wouldn't say, you know, anything further lauding it in that way um it's just you know considering that ryan reynolds like had no clue how to act in a horror movie that's one of my <laughs> favorite stories about the, the behind the scenes is that ryan reynolds was like so what how do, how am i supposed to act possessed or like what am i supposed to do and they just be like you know you're you're kind of in a trance you know like you know the director's like trying to direct him as to how to <laughs> act like he's possessed and i think that he's a lot scarier like if you're we're comparing George Letts, he's a scarier version um, than James Brolin was. James Brolin was a little bit more melodramatic, I think. Um, Ryan Reynolds, like the, the part like we, we that was mentioned where Billy has to hold the log and he's cutting it like that. I was sweating like that was some scary shit. But well, that's you know that's kind of basically because George Lutz didn't do this shit. 
I know, right. but what the fuck? <laughs> let's actually do that with either of these movies, sir. Right. That's Thank what I'm you. saying. Like this movie is <laughs> based saying, I'm, off I'm just false pretenses. Movie George Lutz's. All right. I'm comparing them. <laughs> I think that Ryan Reynolds did a better job in being scary. And now, and now, my question in in this movie particularly. Why not throw the whole fucking husband out? Because I'm thinking like wife and a mother. I'd be like, okay, he's acting crazy. I got to go. I got to leave. Fuck you. Bye. See, that was that was kind of a point that was brought mm-hmm. up when we watched it last night. Yes. So he's getting ready to take the axe to, to her son. And she cocks that shotgun and she puts it to his head. And like. Any mother that knows that this man is about to fucking take an axe to her son's head, there's been no hesitation. No hesitation. Mm-hmm. You're gonna I pull that blown fucking a motherfucker's brains out. But she hesitates. But I love them, right? And I'm just I'm like, like, I don't love you anymore. You came after my child with a yeah, fucking axe. Yeah, possession or not, possession <laughs> or not. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Like possession or not, the worst is happening, or you're gonna die. Whatever. I'm taking my kids, and we're getting the fuck out. You're stuck. Right. Go fuck yourself. But she should have she should have taken the kids and left that house a long time ago. When she mm-hmm. first had misgivings. Correct. Right. Like right. every every white person horror movie ever made. The second the they, second they he stick around way too fucking long. The we second them white people. Honey, I know you and I I can't even joke with you without you giving me that look. And the second he said when did you become so fucking stupid? Oh that's, my god, that, was, that would be one when, of the worst moments of your fucking life. That's when you right. would have packed your shit. That's when you would have packed your shit and grabbed the kids and been like, you know what? Fuck you. I'm out of here. Like, one of us is stupid. It's not me. Yeah. <laughs> and she's just she like never. That's what I'm saying. Like you acted crazy. I'd be like, I love you, but I gotta go. And these yeah. kids are coming with me and my cats and everything. Go fuck yourself. Bye. <laughs> Yeah, the dog died. Yeah, the second the the second the dog died, yeah. Yeah, I'm out. Kidding. That was a lot of actually the second we went and saw the house and then the realtor said someone died and they were murdered. (laughs) That we can't stand. Good point. Good (laughs) point. Good. We also said that lesson. I was like, too bad we can't stay then. Um fuck. Yeah, we don't need this house. I'm living in murder house. Thanks. And here's and here's skeptic me over here like oh, this is a great deal. Right. <laughs> like must be nice to live in this house by yourself. Kids and they're gonna go live in the hood or something, whatever we can afford. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, didn't Eddie Murphy even make a make a joke about this during Delirious? Like, oh my god! Like, oh, yes, he house. did. Yeah, yeah, that's like well, too, bad too bad we can't stay. <laughs> that's what the funniest yep, yeah, go. routines yeah. ever. Yeah, because he's right. Like he, in the poltergeist, he says, "What do they say? They, they're living in a hut, and then they invite more white people to come stay with them." Yeah, in the hut. <laughs> like, this, this, this is definitely one of those movies where it's like, like I don't know. You're, like my roommate and I always joke about this. Uh, when when something like this goes down, we're always like, "Why people?" Instead of saying like, "Why people?" Always like, "Oh, why people?" This is definitely some shit that why people be fucking doing as this movie, right? <laughs> yeah, the, the events in this fucking movie and Poltergeist, no less. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna jump in quick because I have my hand up. Um, Candy, I'm gonna add another movie to the year that we were born that you you might have forgot about. Phantasm. I didn't forget about it. Yeah, oh, Phantasm. Phantasm. 
but not a fan of not a fan of phantasm i it's scared the shit out of me listen to be fair of, of you're right because we kind of got shit on because everything from AD on was like better that that came out for, for <laughs> you're right we definitely except for Dawn of the Dead <laughs> right so like I was gonna say like yeah. for us we only really have Dawn of the Dead um Phantasm yeah because you're my other seventy nine twin yeah, but to kind of go back to I think to you know to the to the George Lust character in this version um because not not you guys especially with me with Mika talking about it too it kind of got me you know the but we also like I remember this, this about now. I remember made a comment coming out of it that my girlfriend Tim and I were talking. We were like, "Yo, didn't it seem like he was just like not just like the? He just seemed like he was kind of stuck like in this situation." And I don't mean just with the haunted house, like with this family. And he was like eager to get the fuck out of it. And it was almost like he was coming up with like, "Oh, the house is possessed. I'm gonna kill these fuckers. I'll blame it on <laughs> fucking human possession. I'll win the court case and get off scot free." It was almost like. Dude, just ask for a fucking divorce. If you didn't want to be in the situation, ask for a divorce. Well, there's a lot of crime cases like that. But they yeah, could have just right. asked for a divorce. Right. I mean, just man up, sack the fuck up. I mean, I don't even know if, if, if the little girl was even his in the movie. Like, did they ever, I, don't, I don't remember. It's been uh, no, none were, of the kids were his. None of the kids were his. No, okay. but now yeah, the, the, Lexes, the Lexes in real life did get a divorce in the late 80s. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So he wouldn't have had to pay child support. He maybe would have had alimony, right, at that time? More than likely? Somebody would have gotten alimony, but it probably would have been her. Yeah, it would have been her, I think. Yeah, that's what I mean. He would have made, he would have maybe had to pay alimony, if anything, but not child support. So right. why go why to all these extremes where the house is possessed and haunted and you put Tabasco sauce in your eyes and rub them and make it look like you, you know. <laughs> I am possessed. You know what I mean? Just to fucking get out of this marriage. You could have just said, just admit you don't like my kids. You're giving Sean a how to. Yes, you are. Thank you. Thank you. Pink eye. I get the cats too, though. Pink eye. Pink eye, conjunctivitis. That's the key. Yeah. Exactly. Have someone fart in your eye. Dave. Dave, what are you doing? What are you doing oh, this weekend? I feel like Sean farts in my pillow and oh. just doesn't tell me. Yeah, I mean, that, I or, either, that or, either that or his wife was doing a fucking Dutch ovens while he's sleeping. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Something. I don't, God. I don't know. Be that as a May, I just, I just feel like it was like this was like like the biggest, biggest extreme to get like divorce. I feel like in the end, <laughs> like at least like you know when like Henry. Divorces Billy and fucking creep show. At least like Fluffy takes care of that for him. Tell <laughs> <laughs> him to call yeah. you Billy. <laughs> at least, at least when fucking you know Doug Quaid and and, and told Recall, which wasn't like a divorces fucking. That makes more sense than this fucking movie. <laughs> yeah, how to divorce somebody? I don't know. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> this isn't the kind of movie that you try to make sense out you know, of. You know what? Like Erica, Erica and Mika both were right about like the. I forgot about because it, it doesn't like listen the priest take off fucking running after he's in the house for like Absolutely. two minutes. Absolutely, yeah. mm-hmm. the yeah. second the and flies, like, we looked at each other like, we these, they were like yeah. "What the fuck is this?" Yeah, and then Melissa <laughs> George like, the the one answer. Yeah, yeah. And we were like, "What the fuck is this?" And by the end of it, we were like, "This wasn't even scary," you know. And I know I don't feel like I'm <laughs> hating myself, but I, I can't I can't not help the fact that it's supposed to be a horror movie. And and, and listen. At least for Platinum Dunes, this this was a brighter spot than the Nightmare on Elm Street remake. At least, <laughs> yeah. I still haven't seen that. Low, though. Listen, Marlowe. 
Yeah. I mean, because between between and that hurts so much because I love Jackie Earl Haley, but I do uh, too. Thank and that, that's weird because like that Freddy. that whole cast was actually fantastic. Well, I don't even like Rooney Mara to be honest with you, but like overall, like the cast was fucking great for that movie. And and between that one and Rob Zombie's Halloween, it was like two fucking like Ew. shit stained skid marks on the underwear of horror, man. <laughs> you know, are they boxers or briefs, Nico? You had to bring up Rob Zombie, didn't you? They're gonna be the tiny whitey. And we're gonna and, let and, it and drop the, too. The tiny whiteys of horror. Rob Zombie's Halloween and Nightmare on Elm Street. The fucking things are the two shit stained skid marks on the on the underwear of horror. I said it because they're, they're that bad. At least this isn't that. At least this isn't that. Well, it's a little too- watchable. I don't even know. Like I was so fucking bored last night, honestly, and I. <laughs> I didn't want it before. I I thought, well, maybe this is some undiscovered gem that just kind of got overlooked. And it's like, no, I'm fucking bored. Yep. Last week's episode was supposed to be sort of like a better intro into our little remake thing, but Candy got sick, so we're gonna fix that. Um, Crystal and Dave. Um, I just have a question. If anybody else noticed this, um, so when they busted down into the basement, into like the fake wall, um, did anybody else think, wow, that's a lot of basement or were they finding the Underground Railroad? Right. Um, Because (laughs) it just went on for fucking ever. And then I just, so I'm half Native American. I, and then them just trying to come out with, oh, they built the house on the land of Native Americans. You're just grasping at straws at this this point. You're putting every trope you can into this mm-hmm. fucking movie to explain anything you can. Um, it was so, also in the original. Yeah. So, like, you you got everything you can throw at this house to be evil when really it's just those two windows that look like eyeballs. Um, but when they got down into the, um, the basement, it just kept going and going. And I was like, wow, y'all really got a good deal for how much square footage you have. And then when, um, when the guy finally popped up, they showed the drawing, (laughs) Dave (laughs) went, when he popped up and he looked over, I was like, oh, that guy's got a good, like, look over his shoulder, model pose. But Dave said he looked like something else. Yeah, Reverend Ketchum, that wood carving printing of Reverend Ketchum looked like a blade from Puppet Master. I'm sorry, yeah. with the hat. And yeah, the hat, a little bit. Yeah, I like they went off on this tangent about the whole Native American thing. I did some, like the local Native American tribe from that area of the country come out and say, yeah, this has got nothing to do with us, Yes, man. they did. They yeah, like, yeah. yeah. It's like, I think it was you, the we're Shinnecock not gonna let, tribe. We're not going to let you fucking white people commit this atrocity on us too, okay? Yeah. You, you fucking <laughs> exterminated us. We're not taking this film too. Yes. Yes. Yeah, it was Real quick. completely debunked like everything else. <laughs> right. Real, real quick. They will. Yeah. Yes, no. Mm-mm. Yeah. Um, so, so before we go in, oh, I'm sorry, Crystal. Um, 
Also with the basement scene, did anybody else notice uh, Gollum was down there? Yes. Was that just me? Nope. I noticed. I I wonder how they got away with that. Maybe it was just such a quick shot. Um, It was really quick. Yeah, it was really quick. Gollum was down there. I think it was a while before people figured that out. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Maybe he just needed to find the ring and then all would have been cured. <laughs> I've got it on. <laughs> no, really, it is my wedding then. <laughs> but uh, I was going to say something and I don't remember what it was. We got to go into verses. Um, Jesus, what the fuck was it? I don't know anymore. It, it's It'll okay, come no. back to you. <laughs> I had What's it and then it was gone again. Oh shit. Whatever. It's property space, basement space, underground railroad. Ryan's abs. <laughs> you know, he's got those D'Angelo cuts on his hips too. He does. I, I, I tend to like those. <laughs> those hip dips. Hip dips. Yeah. <laughs> the cut. Yeah. Now, I'm, now I'm just self conscious. Oh, baby, you are <laughs> perfect the way you are. <laughs> <laughs> here's the thing about good looking men like that are like that good looking they know it yeah you, you're not you don't want that you don't want that <laughs> I don't have that problem good looking guy I'm not trying to like creep on you or anything I think I've got a good looking guy I mean they're good looking guys like here like he goes good looking guy people with good looking guys you know like I'm I not trying to creep on anybody's guy but hey, none of us got no hip dips I mean, like I said, guys who have that, they know it and they're assholes and then they are not attractive. And so it, it, it's pointless. <laughs> no, thanks. And then, and then they're hacking a dog to death in the fucking pool house. See? <laughs> That's what you get. Yeah. So I would have to die if he, if he went after one of my cats. Just went after the cat. Mm-hmm. And my kids, yeah, there's no right. question. That gun would have been pulled. There would have been no pausing. And I don't even like guns, but I would have blown his fucking head off. Like, come here, son. Let's that go. would have been the line. Yeah, that's, the when, that's when you have a revolver so it doesn't jam on you. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't it, I wouldn't have hesitated. And I love him, but like, I love my kids more than I love anything else. You fuck mm-hmm. with my kids, I'm coming for you. I was going to say, if someone fucked with my cats, they'd get their head That's what I'm off. saying. You fuck with my yeah. cats, it's over. Yeah. And so if you, you can imagine how I feel about my children. Like, absolutely not. Uh, under no circumstances. No. Um, oh, I was going to talk about the Warrens really quickly. That's what it was. Yeah, yeah. Let's, we got to yeah. talk so about We it. did shit all over the Warrens when we did our Conjuring episode. Not our, no, no one's favorite, listeners included. And we understand listeners. That's totally fine. We were not really excited to talk about it. Um, I just felt like it was like a necessary kind of thing. But like, nobody thought it was necessary in the end. And that's okay. But the Warrens, this is the case that they're the most famous for. I mean, not now because we've had all these made up movies where like the Enfield, you know, people like The Conjuring too. And I'm like, none of that ever happened. One, the Enfield poltergeist was bullshit, completely debunked. Um, And also they never got in the door. Mm, Right. In that house. And so this is what the Warrens became famous for was, you know, coming in to investigate a couple months after the events. Um, and they show a little bit of that, the conjuring too, like the first five minutes of the movie. 
and mm-hmm. you know how it took its toll on on Lorraine or whatever. And um, but uh, and we all know that the Warrens have been proved to be full of shit. So the fact that they're the most they're most famous, the reason that we have conjuring movies about the Warrens and all these tender love scenes and stuff, which I like because I enjoy Vera Farminga, I enjoy Patrick Wilson, um, but I know it's bullshit. Um, and I basically watched those movies in the theater and never touch them again. Um, just because I like the actors and they can act, but we know that they're full of shit. So the fact that they even made a name for themselves because they found the possession and and the shit in this house, I'm like, you didn't find shit. You're full of it. So we 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 mostly tend to agree on this show that the Warrens can, you know, they were full of shit. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, if you remember from the end of the first Conjuring, the very end, the priest knocks on the door. Um, well, they call, the priest calls um, and tells uh, them that they have, he has a case that they really want them to, to check out. That's how the Conjuring ends. Um, and it is Patrick Wilson ter- telling uh, Vera uh, that it's a case in Amityville. Yep. in New York, and mm-hmm. it was supposed to have led uh, to the sequel being about the Amityville horror, Correct. but they couldn't get the rights to it, so they had to do it about a different, the sequel to a different story. And the crazy part is, is I think it probably would have made a better movie than this and the original. <laughs> even though we know the Warrens are full of shit, even though we know the Amityville horror is made up, it still would have been a better movie in the hands that that franchise was in. If right. It was about yeah. the Amityville horror. So let's just say for the movie that was never made, it's probably better than these movies we've already mentioned. Right. I feel like that's fair, but that's maybe yeah. just me. Cause I'm, I'm, I'm just coming in with hot stuff tonight. Good um, hot takes. <clears throat> plenty of them. I had hot takes on the last one, but when we get back to that one, we'll get to that. Um, so are we ready to do a versus? For the thousands in attendance and the millions watching around the world, around the world, around the world. ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to preface this with you can use any version of these characters and defend it any way you want. As you, as we say, you can pick whatever you want and no one can refute that for any reason. So the versus is George Lutz versus Jack Torrance um, from The Shining. Okay. Okay. Um, well, I'm going to use the George Lutz from this film because that's the only badass George Lutz there is. And uh, I'm going to pit him against the Jack Torrance of the Shining book. Hmm. And even if I pit him against the Jack Torrance of the Shining film, I'm going to have to give this to Jack Torrance. Interesting. Um, I guess I'll follow it up because uh, that's the same versions of each character that I'm using. George Lutz from this film that we discussed, the remake, and Jack Horns from the book. 
we know I'm no fan of the Shining film uh, with Jack Nicholson. Um, I missed that episode on purpose. <laughs> I just couldn't. I couldn't. But so Jack Torrance from the book. Uh, Jack Torrance from the book is way fucking scarier than George Lutz ever wanted to be, even in this incarnation. So I'm also going to have to give it to Jack Torrance. So that's two for Jack. Oh, go ahead. Um, yeah, I guess the Ryan Reynolds, George Lutz against, I'm going to say the Jack Nicholson, Jack Torrance, because that motherfucker is crazy as fuck. Um, even though the book version is better and the Stephen Weber version is way better because closer to what Stephen King initially had in mind for the character. And it made more sense when the descent happens. Because yes. I'm with you. I hate that fucking movie too. Thank you. Because the, the book is a million and one times fucking better. But <laughs> whatever. That's for another time. Mm-hmm. Um, although, as much as I love Deadpool, <laughs> Ryan Reynolds and the abs, <laughs> I mean, I, I, I think Jack Nicholson's fucking Jack Torrance is just crazy enough to fucking pull this one out with the win. So we got three Jack. Okay, Erica. Okay, so um, <clears throat> I have not read the Amityville horror book, so I can't compare that in the mix. But <clears throat> I'm willing to like e- either of the movie versions of Lutz, you know, versus the the book uh, Kubrick movie or the um, uh, Mick Garris miniseries with um, uh, what was his name, Steve Weber. So any version of Jack Torrance, um, I still have to give it to Jack Torrance. I feel like the um, crazy George Lutz interpretation was just a bargain bin Jack Torrance anyway. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Good call. Um, so yeah, I think like all versions of Jack Torrance are scarier and more badass than George Lutz in, <clears throat> in either the original or the remake film. I can get behind that. Okay, uh, who's next? Uh, Jack Nicholson as uh, as 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 Torrance wins everything. He I, I don't care if you don't like the movie because it's it's strange from the book or whatever. You've got Jack Nicholson playing this crazy motherfucker. It's just perfect. Jack Nicholson in that role is is got everything about him. Every line that he delivers, particularly as he gets crazier. Wendy, honey light of my life you know what does he say to her I'm not, i said i wasn't gonna hurt you i'm just gonna bash your fucking brains, in. brains in. i'm just gonna bash him right the fuck in he, he wins everything oh honey you talk so sweet i'm honey. sorry jack jack you put jack nicholson in that role he he wins all sorry okay um we already okay. know that jack's won but i'd still like to hear from uh mika and crystal Um, so I'm going to go with Jack. I do not want to, I want to be invited back to the show. So I will not say that the book. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, Mickey, you, you are your own voice. I go right. against everyone all the time and they ain't kicked my ass off yet. <laughs> nope. Everybody uh, is actually, free. We had a meeting. And, uh... here. <laughs> um, but the original, the, well, the shining movie with Jack Nicholson, I fucking love. And, he will beat any version of, I don't care if it's Ryan Reynolds, Josh Rowland, whatever, Jack Nicholson wins this to me. He was crazy, and I love that movie. I, I'll watch The Shining. I don't, I don't care. I'll just be 
I ain't gonna do. I guess I'll watch The Shining. I fucking love that movie. He's crazy as fuck. <laughs> right. Amen. So Jack Nicholson all the way. You can't beat. All work and no play makes Jack a dull boy. <laughs> <laughs> so cute. Um, I think for me, I don't know. George has a boat. Um, <laughs> and Jack is in ice. But Jack had a VW Beetle. Oh, he's got a punch bar. Um, so for me, uh, I used to use a picture of Jack Nicholson as Jack Torrance uh, in the snow. Uh, um, yeah, frozen. Uh, when I talked about hypothermia to my students and I would tell them they could get an extra 10 points on their test, if they could tell me A, who the actor was, or B, what movie it was from, um, uh, they could get an extra 10 points. Uh, and, and sad, they couldn't ever tell me either. Uh, so I made it for the questions I missed. And these are medical professionals out there now. Yeah. Oh, Oh, um, generations. Um, but, uh, it was always fun for me because then I was also talking about rectal thermometers. Um, (laughs) my favorite. Yeah. And then I got to do that whole presentation. But I got to do that whole presentation in front of the uh, college president to keep my job. Um, We're going to ask for the volunteer from the audience right now. <laughs> it was fun. Um, me, but, me, me. <laughs> but uh, anyway, um, I would I would have to go since I used that in lectures. I would have to go with Jack Torrance um, because. I mean, if you're that committed to wanting to kill your wife and, and your your son and you were locked in a fucking freezer uh, and you're in the snow and all George had was a boat and abs, dude, come on, up your game. Um, <laughs> I mean, Jack, Jack, Jack fought snow in the elements and he was alone. Uh, you were just down the street playing on the lake. Um, so I'm going to go with Jack. Is that our first unanimous win in versus? I, I think, think so. it is. I think it is. Nice. Go ahead. I, th- I think we need a flawless victory for this. We, we just got a we just got a fatality. <laughs> fatality. trying to kill us. Fine rips out. <laughs> okay, so now it is time for Crystal. Bum, 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 bum. <laughs> <laughs> Don't shitty review. All right, so we are going to start out, like always, with the Rotten Tomato scores. For the Amityville Horror, the critics gave this 23%. Okay. The, nice, au- nice. the audience didn't give it a whole lot more at 52. <laughs> and <laughs> Crystal, we're going to start out with your favorite, Roger Ebert. Yay. <laughs> Everyone's favorite. And yeah, all of ours. He gave this a 1.5 out of 4, and he says, The problem with the Amityville horror is that, in a very real sense, 
There's nothing there. I mean, he ain't lying. And he ain't lying. Yeah. That's right. So our first shitty review comes from Catboy Snake Pliskin. And he says, Ryan Reynolds' stepkids don't love him, but it's not like I care. <laughs> uh, Reese says, abysmal movie, passable Ryan Reynolds' thirst trap. <laughs> he ain't wrong. And there starts the trend. Yeah, okay. Yep. Ralph the dog says, it's hard to tell if this guy wasn't an abusive fucking asshole before he moved into the house. Also, Ryan Reynolds is hot as fuck. Those abs, my God. Also not sure if he was that ripped before he moved into that haunted ass house. <laughs> Anissa, Anissa says, movie sucked, but Ryan Reynolds can try to murder me anytime. <laughs> oh, One of those murder my vagina things. Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. Uh, Lucy, I get a little dull. Lucy Lyser says, "Could have gotten more stars if there was less Chloe Grace more." <laughs> I, I, I can't agree with that. I cannot agree with that because I thought she was great. She was great. Could have gotten more stars if there was less Chloe Grace Moretz. But more shirtless Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, you couldn't have more shirtless. Did he have a shirt on at all in the whole fucking movie? <laughs> I think it's times, yes. Yeah. But, he, but, but he did have a shirt on it was wet and clinging to his abs. So right, right. That doesn't count. Well, this <laughs> this one's for you, Dave. Stair says, turns out all Ryan Reynolds needed to do for me to find him attractive was to look like a, a homeless junkie and get possessed. <laughs> Okay. True. Wow, that's a very specific kink. <laughs> Con continuing with our trend here, Marcus Edwards says, there are more shots of Ryan Reynolds' abs than there are scares. True. Absolutely mm -hmm. true. Very true. Um, this person decided not to use their name. Um, he says, watch the original instead. And be slightly more mildly entertained. <laughs> True. I have to agree with that. Yeah. Uh, Daniel A says the first sucked, so they made this one blow and obviously faker than the Lutz's claim. <laughs> if that was a little less intelligible, I'd say that was my brother. He's Daniel A. <laughs> and last but not least, and I, I had. I had previewed Candy on this. I didn't tell her what the quote was, but I told her, I'm like, this is obviously from a fundamentalist Christian perspective. Oh, interesting. This is, this is from Heartmonger, and it's kind of long, so give me a second. Um, she titles this, America is Sick. <laughs> this is a national disgrace. The movie that all critics have been blasting gets to the number one place on the box office charts. It's too bad that America has fallen to such low to support terrible money-making monopoly. I have, not, I have not seen this film, but I do not have to. The fact that this film even made it to the top ten is enough to make me wonder how people these days are helping the world. And they wonder why SAT and ACT scores are failing. This movie is the answer. The original <laughs> film 
made in the late 70s, which starred Margot Kidder, was not the best piece of cinema work. But it had art to it, and the people who made it put their best in a script that was somewhat lackluster. With that mishmash of a remake, this is nothing to celebrate. All the actors are pretty faces who can't act, and a crew who would more likely work on the next music video for Korn or Marilyn Manson. This was a really bad music video full of corny dialogue and even worse plotting. Adding to an already complete story may be good for money, but as for the audiences, I hope in 10 years people look back on this film and realize the stupidity which this film was conducted. Nice. She didn't even watch it, though. She didn't watch it. Didn't watch that it. was my question, was she didn't watch it, right? Sir, did she also think Frankenstein looks like Dracula? <laughs> <laughs> I have she to didn't tell have you. time to watch it. She was busy voting against women's reproductive rights. Right. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. 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 God You're... bless your AR-15s. <laughs> <laughs> when I'm doing, when I'm looking for these shitty reviews, I cannot tell you how many I come across where they're like, uh, I stopped watching after 15 minutes. This movie was shit. Here's my review. And, <laughs> and you know what? I may, th- I may agree with you. I may think the movie is shit. But when you tell me that you only watched 15 minutes of it, mm-hmm. yeah, kind of takes me out of your, your review. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, like, how can you review something you haven't seen? Or are you just making some... Uh, religious political statement. Yeah. About my sister watched it. She said it sucked. Well, if I went yeah. off my brother's reviews of movies, oh, fuck God. my life. Ew. I think my sister <laughs> did say that, though. But I, I just know my brother and I have different tastes. He thinks Dr. Giggles is the best movie ever made. And I'm like, um, it, actually, it actually is. So. Um, over okay, I'm sorry. Over Day of the Dead and and um yeah yeah, you sure? Well, I I wouldn't put it over Day of the Dead, but I'd say it's... Uh, or Return of Living Dead. I might say it's underrated, but it's underrated. Yeah. It's definitely uh, underrated. I'd put it it's that way. Doctor Giggles, absolutely. Yeah, it's underrated. I, you know my brother to... wants you anyway. Why don't you just fucking move in with him then? Like <laughs> <laughs> no, Katie, seriously. First show, the first podcast I did with you guys, we put Dr. Giggles up against something else, and we all agreed. Dr. Ice cream, cream man. We it put was because he was the cream ice cream man. man, and I'm like, I could fight the oh. ice cream man and win. I'm yeah, just he, saying. He beat the ice cream man. Yeah, I could just punt him across the room, and he's a little fella. He's a little fella. Yeah. So Dr. Giggles, of course, I mean, literally, my lazy cat that doesn't do anything but sleep and drool. And eat uh, <laughs> would win against the ice cream man. So yeah, Dr. Giggles. Brenda. I don't think it's like the best movie though, but it's definitely underrated. I would say. Oh yeah, yeah I, I say that too. Well, it's like it's like Fright Night Two, like Fright Night Two, drastically underrated. <laughs> Fright Night Two is a great fucking film. I like it. <laughs> it has its moments. I didn't hate it. I, yeah, I didn't hate it. Like. It's, I liked it. I'd give it another watch. <laughs> Candy's just like... I like broke her brain. Like, I'm sorry. Candy, this is your cue to put dolls on the schedule. 
Dolls is on, on on the next schedule. That's what I was asking in chat earlier. Have I put all of you guys on the next schedule? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure. Dolls is on there, I promise you. Yes, then yes. <laughs> okay, yes. Yeah, so Dolls is is scheduled. Sure. Schedule. Yeah, because I, I did that for you and I for, for us. That is an underrated gym there, folks. Yeah, that is underrated. Yeah. Buddy said I'm a shit. All right. Un- underrated gems. We I watched last weekend the car. I the love car that underrated. movie. That and is when a good we movie. visited my parents, my dad brought it up out of nowhere. I scored points with her dad. I have to tell you guys, Cheyenne gave me a description of a scary movie she watched that she liked, and you guys would be proud. She said it was about a car that killed people, and I said, okay, what color was this car? And she said, it was red. And I said, well, what happened? And she said, this this girl got in the car, and the lights got bright, and the car wanted her out, and she got out. And then this guy got in the car and he was not supposed to be in the car. And so the car killed the guy. And I said, (laughs) okay, do you remember the car's name? And she said, I think so. And I said, what was the car's name? Christine. Uh, (laughs) Awesome. Very good. She's six. (laughs) Well, hey, that makes it even better. Yeah, it does. That was, you know, Night Living Dead and shit for me. So, hey. We're being attacked by giant cat cats. He is very well. The, the, the camera moving around, I'm like, I don't know what's happening. He is right yeah. very well done. What's happening? Yeah, okay. He, so, yeah. I guess we go into our reviews. Now, I'm going to preface my review by saying we know that I'm a generous reader, correct? Even mm-hmm. like. Yes. It, even most. like if a movie now now there were some and then that's why i brought up in chat we should yeah. do i want to change my score because i was trying to be a critic which we know that i am not uh when i rated wish, Wishmaster and it didn't deserve what i did to it there are some that fucking deserved what i did to it but right. that was not one anyway so i'm i'm usually a very generous rater even like people are like how can you give this a seven i'm like that's low for me but that's not my score here my score is five out of ten um fingers and bullet holes this is a fun theater movie um it wasn't really fun ever again um but i still like if if let me put it this way if you don't like my rating on this one you really won't like my rating on the original uh amyville horror because i think at least this one's sort of entertaining um that one's just boring but uh, and I still maintain that after all these years. Yes, it's still boring. Um, time has not changed me on that one. But uh, yeah, I mean, it, it's 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 OK. I'm it, like, I'll it, I'll watch it every once in a while. But like, uh, usually there's a, a purpose as to why I watch it. Um, I'm never just like, hey, you know, we should watch the Emeryville Horror remake. Not like me in the Texas Chainsaw remake where I'm like, Look, we just watched the original. Let's watch the remake. Let's watch the, the prequel of the remake. It's so good. You know, um, <laughs> we'll get there on those because uh, uh, hint, hint, hint. They're also on the schedule. Um, but I'll keep my scores of secrets. There's not really a lot <laughs> more I can say um, on this. It's, it's just average. It's not memorable. It's not super important. But uh, my hot take was that it's better than the original. So five out of ten fingers and bullet holes. Uh, I believe Nico was next. Does the song go up here? 
Well, he usually does, but your hand was up first. Oh, okay. Um, I'm going to uh, echo yours, 5 out of 10, but I'm going to say this is 5 out of 10 two giant caterpillars trying to fuck on Melissa Jordan's face that she calls eyebrows. <laughs> <laughs> because they're uh, cracking the shit. The eyebrows were another thing. I remember that they were fucking just, Jesus, that was like 70s push on the face. Um, this is going to be short and sweet. Honestly, this movie's not memorable at all. The only thing I'm again, 3.15 a.m., um, the, the pink eye, the priest running out of the, the house and getting flies on him, and everyone's eye abs. That's, that's pretty much it. I mean, there's, there's not much more. Again, this isn't as bad as Bob Zombie's Halloween or the Platinum Dreams like Rain on Street remakes. But it's also not memorable either. It's kind of just there. Thankfully, Ryan Reynolds went on to bigger and better things between you know, Deadpool and uh, whatever else he's doing now, the Buck Free Guy and all the other things he does. So it's good for him. And I like Ryan Reynolds. I always have, but it's funny. I mean, for my money, the Just Friends is a funnier Ryan Reynolds movie that came out around the same time as this, or a better Ryan Reynolds movie. Um, yeah, it just it wasn't memorable. It's just like a jump scare. I mean, honestly, they, they probably could have cut a couple things here and there. Got the PG-13 and probably made a little bit more money at the box office had they have done that. It didn't need to be an R rating at all, but it was just jump scare central and it just got pulled pretty quickly. I do prefer this one over the original. I'll say, I'll say that. But yeah, this, this really wasn't what you go to after it came out. All right. Um, I'm with you guys. This movie was dog shit. Like, I'm going to have to give it, uh, I don't know, 5.5 out of 10 fucking washboard abs. I don't know. <laughs> uh, Ryan Riddle's nipples. I, who fucking knows? Um, I, I just. <laughs> There's nothing memorable about this. I remember watching this a long time ago when it came out and did not re- really remember anything about it. I know a bunch about the Amityville case. I know it's all bullshit. And it's like going in and watching a film that's based off some shit that was all a fucking lie. Like, it's just not It's just not very enjoyable. Um, I... Uh, I I did like a couple of scenes in this. The finger in the bullet wound um, that Jody had in the closet with the babysitter. Like, I thought that was cool. Um, but really, I mean, there's so many fucking horror movie cliches in this film that it <laughs> kind of, like, I feel like I'm getting beaten over the head with them. And it's kind of annoying and... Um, I love Ryan Reynolds. I love Ryan Reynolds' Deadpool. I think he is by far the perfect Deadpool. I thought Free Guy was amazing. Uh, Waiting was a great Ryan Reynolds film. Like, he's his humor appeals to me. The way that, that he comes off with his humor, it, it appeals to me. And seeing him shirtless in this appealed to me. But not much else. And I, I thought some of the CGI in this was was horrible. Um, and yeah, so 
4.5 out of 5 Brian Reynolds apps. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, who would like to go next? Uh, I'll go, I guess. Um, yeah, I, I think I'm going to have kind of similar scores um, to the rest of you who've reviewed it so far. I have to give it just five out of 10 CGI flies to the face. Um, uh, I kind of have to echo things that others have said, like, even though I, I like, you know, several of the actors in this movie, the film looks good. It has a nice stylish look to it. Um, I, it is utterly forgettable. Like I was pretty bored watching it. And then honestly, it, it was so forgettable that I literally cannot remember many scenes from it as we're discussing it tonight. And I just watched that fucking thing last night. <laughs> That's how <laughs> dull it was to me. So, I mean, I, I suppose five out of 10 is generous, um, you know, for me, because I have seen films that are technically much, much worse and just incompetently made and incompetently acted. Um, but this, like, it, it, there was just so much missed potential and uh, kind of like Sean said, it, um, it it just seemed to use a lot of worn out um, cliches from other like Haunted House and Possession movies. Um, I, I feel like this story didn't really have anything original or really creative to add uh, in terms of stories where it's like, oh, this is like something from The Exorcist. This is like something from The Shining. It was like, eh. I mean, we've seen those uh, plot points before, but they've been done better in those movies and other movies too. So yeah, just just boring, uh, completely average movie in my book. <laughs> yeah, we seem to have a trend. Uh, who would like to go next? Um, I can go. Um, okay. So I think I'm going to echo Sean and just probably give it a 5.5. Um, I do enjoy, I just keep talking about that one scene. So when Erica said, like, I just watched it last night and there's nothing else memorable for me, I'm like, gosh, damn, I've talked about the bullet hole, the finger, the bullet oh, hole scene. That's, yeah, that, that's, so, cool. that's <laughs> the one that sticks out to me. So um, I, I just really enjoy that scene. So 5.5, uh, Jody getting her fucking revenge on that horrible ass babysitter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Um, okay, uh, Dave and or Crystal. Yeah, I'll go. I'll be quick. Uh, I'm giving it two out of 10 uh, bullshit ghost stories. About a half an hour in, I asked Crystal, who is the girl in this? She looks familiar. She goes, oh, that's uh, Melissa George from uh, 30 Days of Night. And I was like, oh, can we watch that instead? And uh, we couldn't <laughs> for the podcast. This, this movie did absolutely nothing for me. I, I watched it, like, um, like Erica said, and half an hour later, I couldn't remember anything about it. It, was, it wasn't even as interesting as the original, which I knew was bullshit, too. At least the original tried to tell the story from the book, which was bullshit. The only thing about this movie I thought that they touched on, I wish they had expounded on, was the, uh, the theme of, like, a stepfather trying to get to know his kids who hate him. And, like, as he's going insane, everyone thinks it's just because he's having a hard time adapting to being a stepfather. They kind of danced around that a little bit, but it really didn't, really didn't play it out. I thought that would have been a more interesting story you know, uh, th that everything he was going through because he was having a hard time being a stepfather. The scene where he's making the kid hold the wood as he's chopping it was kind of hilarious in a way. I mean, that, that's a stepfather thing. I thought it was pretty funny. But no, that, I, I hated this movie. I hated it. Sorry. <laughs> it's just, 
It's just awful. <laughs> I mean, I like the we did the conjuring. I really liked the conjuring, uh, and even though I know that's not true either, this one had, did nothing for me. My turn. Yep. Um, so I'm going to give this three out of ten conjunctivitis ridden, never ending basement daddies. Um, so um, for me, this. I don't know. This just didn't grasp me. It had enough jump scares to make me almost pee on the couch. Um, just because almost any jump scare is going to make me jump and weak bladder. Um, <coughs> but uh, as far as the story goes, uh, it just is what it is. Um, however, the scene that everybody's pointing to that they like the most with Jody and the babysitter and the finger in the, the bullet hole the the babysitter initially they had a rubber door um but they did not like how the rubber door was um presenting in um shooting so they had to replace that with a wooden door and so the actress that was playing the babysitter had to shoot for two days with that wooden door like pounding into it and scratching against it so when they show her hands and they're all scratched up and beaten up, that is actually from her like pounding into it onto a wooden door. Um, but uh, um, yeah, this movie didn't do too much for me. Like, you know, Ryan Reynolds has his abs and his like uh, D'Angelo hip, uh, hip dips in it. But, you know, like I, I can take Ryan Reynolds, you know, you know, have him or, you know, leave him or, you know, he's funny, but you know, that, that's not my, like, he's Ryan Reynolds. Um, but for this movie, we didn't need all of that. That's just, you know, that's just filler. Like, oh, we can figure out what else to do. So like, Hey, don't have your shirt on and barely have your pants pulled up. Um, and like, he jumped in the fucking water in the boathouse because he saw bubbles and the dog was barking and he thought like Chloe Grace Moretz was in the water. And then you see him like two seconds later, like trying to figure out where she is because the dog is outside uh, the boathouse and barking somewhere else. And his pants are completely dry and his pants are white. Dude, that didn't happen anywhere. Like, why are your pants dry? Um, so, like, I don't understand. So, for me, three out of ten conjunctivitis red never-ending basement daddies. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Sorry. Like, I can, tell, <laughs> I can tell if he was going underground railroad or, or what, but, dude, like, <laughs> Sorry. Never any basement daddy. Sounds like a porn movie. I it mean, it really could be a ska does. band. Yeah. I mean, you got to go to porn. It could be a ska band. <laughs> 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 I fucking hate ska. Oh, sorry, dude. I love ska. Oh, my God. Uh, I love it too, actually. But... Ska, ska music is so fun. So, um, on that note, let's do plugs. Mika, where can we find you? Um, I'm on Facebook, Charmika Jones. I'm on uh, Instagram. Uh, what's my name on Instagram? I think P3 Charmed. I also have a business, Solstice Vibrations. You can find me on there on Facebook and on Instagram, Solstice underscore Vibrations underscore 1111. 
Also, I have a website, www.solsticevibrations.com. Uh, soap, scrubs, body butters. Got it all. Got new pride stuff out too. Pride candles and pride scrubs. So <laughs> amazing. Um, we were just talking about your business right before you popped in, actually. Yeah, oh, we like, it was hey. amazing. Oh, thank you. I'm so glad you love it. Yeah. And I'm going to get around to it. And I also owe you. Uh, Mika was the winner of our giveaway for uh, hitting our goals on nice. the podcast. So nice. I have that box put together and it has yeah. not been mailed yet. Things have been a little wonky. Um, okay. So we're going to, we're going to get that out to you, but you okay. know, um, it's funny that yeah. Randomizer and you won. I was like, Hey, <laughs> congratulations. You won a bunch of stuff. That was so, my first episode um, I had ever listened to. And I was like, that stuck out to me. Cause I just immediately busted out laughing. So, <laughs> so yeah, congratulations. And I promise I'm going to mail that. Okay. Um, plugs, I guess I'll, I'll just go ahead and, and, you know, do all that right now for me and for us really, uh, everything, uh, about the house that screams and, uh, Eric and I's, uh, makeup company, final girl cosmetics. And, um, you know, really that's mainly what's in there and people that are in our podcast network, which we do have a new member. And I haven't told you guys yet. Uh, Donna Nelly is now in our network. Nice. Yeah, that was just announced. So I forgot to tell you guys that pre-recording. Um, but um, yeah, I'm really happy to have him. He's such a pillar of the horror podcast community. So yeah, so he's he's on our team. But anyway, so all of that is in my link tree, and that's at linktree slash Canadian Final Girl. Easiest way to reach me is um, at house underscore screams on Twitter. Uh, it's basically where I live, and uh, I appreciate all those. Uh, comments and and uh dms that we get uh thank you very much and i'm sean of the dead you can find me on instagram and twitter at sean of the dead all right who's next the boss and i have white trees on instagram for everybody on the show, for the show itself. amazing and we've missed you, by the way. It's just, it's nice to be on a show yes, with you. We have. Because we work in, because we, we just moved in um, about a month ago. We're still, just a total side note, because that's fine. We still want like we're homeowners and renters because we've been doing so many fucking years here. Like right now, as we speak, like Rose is in the other room, like painting again. Wow. So it's just been like nonstop. I'm not saying that we got to get the landlord. It's just like, we ain't really here enough. Yeah. Well, it gets you ready to own a house, let me tell you. Yeah. This man. Yeah. Oh, you were handy before, Nico. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) They don't don't call him the boss for nothing. Okay, goodbye. Have a good night. Thanks for being here. Love you. Thank you, Nico. Okay, uh, who wants to go next? I'll go. Uh, 
Yeah. Um, you can find me on Instagram at my horrific life. Uh, please check out final girl cosmetics at final girl cosmetics.makeup. Uh, we've got the Iskanov dreamscape palette there or actually collection and, um, the, uh, candy, the final girl, uh, <clears throat> quad uh palette and earring bundle which is fun and uh more products to come shortly um also you can find me on the cinema roundtable podcast which is put out by a local radio station in nebraska kzum where uh sometimes i attempt to cover movies that are not just horror films and i often say really snarky things about them <clears throat> some of which get censored <laughs> nice. for radio replay so um so that's like yeah you can find me there too <laughs> awesome um our yeah, family he, he, photographers here <laughs> and nowhere else oh you can find like me that. wherever you find dave we love, like that we love being here well we love having you and i'm sorry i promise like i promised i never would torture again which i didn't do to be fair you did not. I was bored, people. I think the shitty movies might make better episodes because we it's more. There's more. I don't you know. know nobody likes the nobody listens to the Conjuring or Paranormal Activity. Like mm -hmm. listeners no, I, were like, "Fuck this shit, I'm out." And that's okay, listeners. We understand because <laughs> if you actually listen to the episode, you'd find out we basically say that in the episodes. <laughs> <laughs> right, and I remember distinctly Ryan Reynolds having like a blue Sherpa jacket on when he goes to the boathouse and starts trying to kill everybody in this movie. And it's not, it's like this horrible blue, like gas attended t-shirt Yes. Uh, <laughs> in this movie. And that, that was what I had remembered uh, from this movie. It's awful. It's an awful look. Um, don't repeat it, Ryan. Just don't. I don't think <laughs> he has. He's doing all right. He's doing all right for himself. Yeah. Right. I, think it, I think it turned out okay. I, uh, yeah, I, I think so. The moral of the story is sometimes we got to pay our dues. Yeah. 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 And then he, a couple years later, he did Green Lantern. So I think he paid yeah. his dues. He's, yeah, yeah. He, he's, he's paid his dues. Yeah. <laughs> Poor guy. <laughs> yeah he's living so hard i want i want my life to be as hard as this right right <laughs> i feel like i've paid my dues universe are you fucking listening okay. <laughs> right karma we've paid our dues right i mean right <laughs> we have right please we're done okay cool <laughs> no no not <laughs> with the show i'm just saying like are we done punishing me <laughs> waiting for that check anyway um thank you guys so much for being here um sean's not here but that's okay i feel like i can speak on his behalf <laughs> at this point in time um and in general um welcome to marriage kids <laughs> he's coming back now uh-oh he heard what i said <laughs> He heard you. Heard you. <laughs> no, he didn't have his earbuds in. He didn't hear anything. <laughs> but yeah, I was saying, um, what was that? Thanks for being here. And um, <laughs> I was saying, you're just like the best husband ever. And I'm so glad that <laughs> you edit this. So you're going to know what I fucking said. I said, I feel Damn like right. I can speak on your behalf. I wanted to thank everybody for being here. And then I realized you weren't here. 
And I was I like, had to oh. Pee. I'm sorry. I had to pee really bad. <laughs> oh my God. What? Prostate check. Dave? Uh, Dave, what are you doing this weekend? I'll be right. I'll be over this week. I'll be there tonight. Well, I know what I'm going to be dreaming about. It's going to be rectal thermometers. My mom, my grandma believed it was oh. the only way to take a temperature. Well, you know, that's the, that's, the only fun way. That's the, golden, that's the golden method for five and under. Yeah, I was older than five. Before Ew. I was like, Grandma, oh my God, please don't put anything in my ass anymore. My grandma used to feed me prune juice. I was worried about what was coming out of I my said, ass. Who was it with grandmas in our particular generation that thought <laughs> that every problem could be solved by a, by a shit? Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, that they still kind of do. I mean, I, I my mom still like glycerin suppositories up my ass all yeah. the time. Oh, Enemas, yes. Yeah, yes. not it, feeling well. Look, I had a fever. You need an enema. If I'm having a bad day, all I need is a good shit, and I'm. That's right. I'm good to go. No, no. If I'm having a bad day. I just need a good foot rub. Well, you get one of those every. No, day. no, no. Nobody touched my feet. I have a bad day a lot. Nobody touched my feet, Dave. Don't do it. Dave, it touch, your, to touch your feet, Dave. feet. Touch it your feet. Dave will. Dave will miss teeth. He will miss teeth. I'm not touching those feet. <laughs> Sean just like sighs with my bad. feet go in his lap, and I'm like, my feet hurt, and it's just an every night thing. And see, that's Crystal, our marriage. How you are with your feet? That's how I am with my wiener. I'm like, don't touch my wiener. Do not touch it. <laughs> Have you seen my wiener? The way obliged. <laughs> don't touch it. <laughs> Weird shit will happen. Yeah, don't touch it. <laughs> It grows. <laughs> I know. Oh I, know. I know. <laughs> I know. I mean, it doesn't grow that much, but I mean, you know. When... Can we stop talking about your penis? Oh, my God. Every day with this shit. Dave started it. <laughs> Dave, Dave did start it. Start it. <laughs> like, every day with penis it. talk, I'm like, are you dropping hints? Because I'm not taking them. No, you're not. I know. That's funny. <laughs> I got a bad back. <laughs> But my feet must be rubbed. Thank you. Yes. Yep. Good night. Your foundation starts at your feet. That's right. I just hey, Dave, don't done? touch mine. I won't. I'm just gonna go find some glycerin suppositories now. Ew, <laughs> baby. <laughs> well, uh, here what ails you, as my grandmother would say, but I don't yeah. have the yeah. accent. I don't have yeah. the accent. Yeah. That. Good for what ails you. Good for what ails you. <laughs> or as my grandma always, always used to say tough titty said the kitty but the milk's still full that's <laughs> right milk's still good milk's still good whatever how do i know grandma sayings better than you colder than a witch's tit in a brass brawl that was my uh -huh. i heard that one from my family yeah cold yeah. enough to freeze the balls off a brass monkey yeah colder yeah. than a well digger's butt yeah. Depending on how your Appalachian books go, and do you know what's said when the sun's shining and it's raining? Mm -mm. Mm -mm. No. That the we are from the flatlands of Indiana. <laughs> the devil's beating his wife, right? Devil's beating his wife, and the angels yeah. are crying. Wow. My mom. Okay. Interesting. My grandma Interesting. used to tell me because I'm afraid. I'm still afraid of storms. That when it thundered, the angels were bowling. No, yeah, I, yeah, I used to hear that one a lot too. <laughs> no. So this has been a fun grandma talk. Yeah. Yeah. I'm enjoying yeah. this. Yeah. I miss my grandma, to be honest with you. She was 
crazier than a shit house rat, which is her saying, by the way. <laughs> yeah. It was so crazy. We didn't know that she had dementia for a long time. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. I was joking. She she yeah. did the year we got married. She's been dead a minute. Um, but I miss my grandparents a lot. They were great. Yeah. I had down to, I, down south Indiana folk. Yeah. I had to tell my 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 parents. I was like, oh, you got dementia. Y'all need to give them some medicine. Yeah. There was literally no way to tell my grandma had dementia. She was nuts. <laughs> Damn. It was bad. It was like we didn't know that she'd been having because she had vascular. We didn't know that she'd been having strokes since I was a little girl. Yeah. Yeah. And it's then when hard my grandpa vascular. died, she started doing weird shit, like weirder than normal grandma shit. And then we were still <laughs> questioning it for a couple of years. Like, is it just me? Yeah. When you take a step back and you start looking at everything, you're like, wait. It took us a couple of years, though, to really mm-hmm. like go, oh, right. She's got dementia. How mm-hmm, long she right. had dementia? Right. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. So, you know, grandma, if you're listening and I don't know that I necessarily believe in that, but if you're listening, I'm sorry, (laughs) but not, not sorry enough. You know what I'm saying? You you feel right. (laughs) You know, you know, it's okay. Anyway, love you guys. Thanks for being here. Love you guys. Grandma talk was the best (laughs) shit of the night. Yes. Right. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to get better next week. Bye. Love you guys. Good night.